0: The following podcast is an next level production. It sounds like Christmas is a wonderful time, and Yonder ruined it for Peter. I feel like I should do something. Why? Because of, you know, my secret. The one only you know. That you ate the entire bowl of zargnuts in the commissary? My other secret. That you're Quill's cool sister? Why don't you just tell people the truth? Peter's father... Our father killed his mother and tried to kill him. I don't want him to be reminded of that every time he sees me. No, I meant about the Zargnuts. Oh, I don't think anyone cares about that but you. Maybe because I'm his sister, I feel like I should give Peter a happy Christmas. He's so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we gave Peter a really wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Well, we could give him those Zargnuts. Except you ate them
1: all. Get over the Zarka! Hey, panelists, welcome back to the show. I'm Mark. I'm Rob, and I'm Greg. And this is going to be a spoilerful podcast about Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special on Disney Plus, which is a Disney Plus special which kind of harkens back to the abc specials that we used to get yeah, like the after
0: school specials or a
1: special presentation holiday specials yeah uh, you know uh, rob and i actually covered werewolf by night which was literally almost like that got that whole special glossed or segued kind of special imaging i, I wish they just called it the, the
0: marvel halloween special just because it wouldn't have given away exactly what it
1: was I mean yeah yeah I I know it, it's one of those weird things but I, I think they decided to do the whole uh ABC special and do that tick, 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 re- in yeah, the-
2: it's a it's a very retro uh bumper in, in the uh on that section I when I saw it I was like wow that takes me back to the 70s <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: or and 80s too at that time yeah yeah we we all come from that. You know, you and I, Rob, come from that <laughs> 70s and 80s. We know that because oh, boy, it's yeah. grilled in our heads. Uh, Greg's a little bit younger than us, but he still remembers that, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: I remember I mean, the specials in the 80s. I mean...
1: Yeah. Uh, you got the, uh, what, the Endor stuff that we got back in the 80s, too. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and it and was simulcasted on radio, so, we don't even get that with this, which is funny. But, uh, yeah, well, well, we're talking about the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that was out on Disney+. Plus. It's a holiday special. So, it's all about pretty much Christmas. Everybody, honestly, it's a holiday special, but obviously it's focusing on Christmas. But, alright, which one of you want to do the synopsis for this particular episode? <laughs> I mean, it's literally, liter-
0: literally a line, so I'll, I'll do it. Okay, cool. To make Christmas special for Quill, the Guardians head to Earth in search of the perfect present.
1: Yeah, very much. That was taken straight from Disney+. <laughs> Good, which is great, which
0: is fantastic. It gives zero context. Of, well, it gives you a small bit of context and just enough to make you go, okay, I understand what's happening.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the fact that it's like a, just a basic synopsis. But the thing is, is that we learn as we go, we learn a lot of things that we didn't know before from the Marvel Cinematic Universe as yeah. well within the episode itself of exactly. what they're going to do. So we only got teased a little bit with uh kind of teaser trailers, but nonetheless we get a great episode in my opinion. So, with that, we're, we're going to just move right along into initial thoughts. So, uh, Greg, you give us your first thoughts.
0: So, I mean, I, it was obviously great to be back in with this group of characters again. Mm-hmm. But Drax is basically my least favorite MCU character. <laughs> but he, he also really, they basically give him a bunch of really good lines to make up for the fact that he's just a crap character Mm. i kind of like the drax from the comic books a little bit better uh not a little bit i like him a lot better he's not i i don't think he's a a full meal but uh but I, i think his his interactions in the comic book are less goofy and silly uh and closer to some of like his his backstory in the first guardians movie uh, but yeah, so like I said, he got he got good lines. Uh, it turned into a a buddy yeah buddy movie between uh, Mantis and uh, and Drax, which was okay. I I really enjoyed basically what ended up being cameos of the rest of the Guardians. Um, although I did kind of appreciate when when Peter started to take a little bit more of the focus a little bit later on in the episode. Mm. Uh, overall it was it was a fun time um it was but but it basically there's so many characters that you only got a little bit with a few of them but i i gained a much bigger appreciation for mantis in this in this special
1: yeah they did promote a lot more of mantis as far as a character she definitely has moved forward as far as a uh, a character with her development within the mcu in this particular episode and i'll I'll bring that up later on but rob yeah your thoughts um
2: you know i'm gonna have to say that this has been a crazy phase four for the mcu <laughs> um and you would think hey you know these big tentpole movies are gonna actually be you know phenomenal and stuff like that because that's what we always expected out of the mcu but yeah this has again. I, I you and I have talked about how, you know, how different this has been. And it's amazing that this one hour special is probably the best part of this entire year's MCU property. Yes. It had so much heart. It had the whole, you know, James Gunn feel to it. James Gunn just knows these characters and knows how to make them fun. Right. I like the fact that I got to visit this world again. It's like we left it off in good hands, you know, and then when we come back to it, it's still, you know, in good hands. That kind of, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And, you know, we'll talk about uh, all the uh, all the crazy stuff in the uh, in the episode. But yeah, very well. Ri- I thought it was very well written. And for two characters that are usually always background characters, because let's face it, Mantis and uh, and Drax have always been the, those background characters. You know, I think. Mm. Not, they don't feel, you know, you got Quill, you got, you know, Gamora, you got uh, a Rocket, which usually are front and center. Mm-hmm. And then you have Groot behind that. And then from that, you have Drax and Mantis. <laughs> you know, and so it was nice to bring them forward and just kind of, you know, give them that spotlight. And mm-hmm. I, think they, I think they were just such a great duo together. So, yeah.
0: It does make me wonder about And I know we saw a little bit of it in Guardians Two and Infinity War, or maybe it was Endgame. But like their chemistry is pretty decent. Yes, and and seeing more of that and seeing what you know potentially what they have developed into as far as like a a a perfect strangers or odd couple grouping Mm -hmm. is 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 a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, which leads me to mine, which. Honestly, uh, I thought this was very much Dr- Drax and Mantis-centric to do something for Quill, which uh, literally is what we get within the particular uh, the special. But the thing is, we get two other people, or if not three other people that stand out that were always secondary or third-party characters. We got Cosmo. We got uh, Nebula. We have... Sean Gunn's character Craglin, yeah and they are standout characters and there's a lot of things that I love about this because they could have added a fourth they could have gave us Howard the duck where was Howard Howard was on nowhere where was he well
2: there's only so much like a pay
1: uh, the I know, <laughs> yeah, you know, they, they would have to pay <laughs> Seth Green, and they would actually have to do so much more. Right. But honestly, uh, I really did enjoy the episode. It gave me the vibes of a Star Wars holiday special that, you know, Rob, you and I probably saw when we were kids back in oh 1978. Boy. And due to rotoscoping, they were able to do the whole... That whole thing with Craiglin, Quill. Yondu. Yandu together. That was actually filmed and they rotoscoped it digitally. Right. And they put that within the special itself because James Gunn stated flat out he wanted this to be better than the Star Wars Holiday Edition <laughs> that we got back in 1978. I mean, it wouldn't take much. It wouldn't take much exactly. <laughs> we we don't have wikis looking at like dancing people getting aroused or uh all these weird things that happen within it, but mind you uh you could still find that particular Star, you know, Star Wars special edition on holiday spe- you know, holiday edition or Star Wars holiday special on YouTube. Yeah. You could still find it and you could watch it free. And it's something that's horrible.
2: I mean, when you look at that, it is just absolutely horrible. It is but, so dated. Yeah, that's it. But that's what James Gunn said. He said, you know, he got the idea from that and the anima- animated part in the beginning. Yeah. He did it because the Star Wars Holiday Special had some cool animated segments. And he, uh, and he yeah. liked that. So that's why he did that, which I thought was cool. At first, it kind of at first, it threw me. I'll be uh, very honest with you. Yeah, I was no, like,
0: it definitely, I was just like, oh man, this crappy animation again. I mean, you, you know, at this point, you're like, okay, well, they have to be doing this on purpose.
1: But yeah, exactly. It kind of rounded it out. If you think about it, if you l- watch the episode as a whole in comparison to the Star Wars holiday special edition that they had back in 78, it kind of rounded everything out between the cartoon with Yandu, Craiglin and Quill all the way to the very end. And it works out in the sense that it works out the whole story from beginning to end. Oh, absolutely. Whereas with the holiday special edition that they had for Star Wars, it was very much completely different.
2: No, I know. It's just, I think, it's just James Gunn. I remember just saying that, you know, he, he enjoyed that segment of it. So that's why he just threw an animated part in there. And he yeah. just figured, you know what? And since we're just kind of, paying uh, homage to uh, the you know Star Wars holiday special, or not rotoscope it or something like that, to make it look like the, uh, what yeah. is it, like uh, heavy metal.
1: Oh, but- yeah, heavy metal, e- you know, even still, yeah, heavy metal, uh, fire and ice, uh, Lord of the Rings that came out too. Rob, oh, you yeah. and I both know that. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 and, you know, you, you, you had somebody there who is... Uh, Pretty much, very much important to that particular, uh, movie as well. Right. It was in the original Alien, John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know, they, they had pride stuff, but they did something in a sense that reflected history, but put it in the present and made it work in a sense within its own, I, I would say uh, its own canon and its own realm. For the fact that, you know, it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we got Yondu back, we got Kraglin, we got young Quill. And the kid who actually played young Quill within that particular scene was the original kid from the original first movie, oh, was Guardians it? of the Galaxy.
2: That's actually very cool. Again, those are the little details that I think that James Gunn is very good at.
1: Yeah. And
2: since he loves these characters and, of course, you know, it reflects on work he's done so far i wish other um directors can take you know a lot of that into the work they do and that doesn't seem to be the case in phase four (laughs) so
1: (laughs) all right well with that we'll we'll move right along into our top five highlights or our highlights of the particular episode or the the special edition as it were and uh, we'll move right along and go right into with uh, Greg. What was your first highlight that you loved about this episode?
0: Well, So to start right at the beginning, the uh, the idea uh, that, you know, hey, this person passed on to this person, you know, Kraglin, you taught Kraglin and Craglin taught Cosmo and Co- Cosmo taught Rocket and Rocket taught all of these people about the, you know, the I'm just going to call them the the odd ceremonies of humanity. So, what do we believe happens, or what is you know the, the lore that happens is that we have this this man who has elves, this man with flying reindeer and a sleigh who has elves that make toys all year long. <laughs> you know, then on one day he basically hyperspaces around Earth yeah. and breaks into everyone's house and leaves things for them with with no context from an alien point of view i can i can see how they they might get a little bit confused <laughs> the uh and yeah you know, I, I just started thinking about other things that, that we do as humans all right so when when people die you know when yondu died they sent him off into space with an honor guard of you know rockets yeah. and and all that mm-hmm. um, but on earth what do we do we put them in a box and we bury them underground. We don't return them to, uh, you know, to, they don't, they don't go into the, into the ground in order to feed back to life. We don't feed the circle of life. No, no, we isolate them. And then we put them underground and we bury them in dirt. Um, (laughs) and so wait, you do what? Like, oh, well, oh no. Well, sometimes we just burn them until nothing's left what like i could i can see that confusion i'm not trying to not trying to start a a holy war or anything but i mean oh so what do you why are you why are you in this this room of why are you in this this what do you call it a church yeah oh we're worshiping god well who's god oh god's the giant man in the sky galactus no 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 no. bigger than galactus it's ego it's ego (laughs) well no god no you mean what do you mean the celestials is that who you're talking about no no god like he's an invisible man in the sky <laughs> no. who knows everything and you uh, and we, <laughs> we, we, we like pray to him do you sacrifice things no we don't sacrifice things i mean i guess we we did at one point but now that's just like uncouth i mean there are just so many things like That we do that I could totally see being weird, weirdly interpreted by, by other, other, you know, by alien life forms or alien cultures and civilizations. And I, I I liked the idea that, uh, I liked the, the take on Santa. I thought it was a lot of fun. All
1: right. All right. To tap off of that. All right. We already watched the whole episode through the whole holiday special. All right. What do we do at Christmas? We cut down trees, we decorate them, we put them on there. Who's in the guardians that's a tree?
2: <laughs> well, you know, if you watch the end of a, uh, at the very the end, end of the-
1: they dress screwed up. <laughs> How is he not fearful looking into this tradition? <laughs> oh my God, they cut me at the roots and they dangle things and. Put bling on me?
0: They cut down my cousins
2: and.
1: Yeah! I don't,
0: I don't understand. What if What, what are the we doing? hell? Well, yeah. the
2: difference, the difference would be there is that Groot can actually walk from one, sp- one part to the other <laughs> right. the trees can't so they gotta be cut down so I'm sure he's <laughs> happy about that
0: <laughs> so you're freeing my brethren okay we'll look at, uh, look at it that way
1: and okay. putting bling on them and like then we're, oh, if oh, they're and, they're Cardassian or Kardashian. We water sorry, them for a
0: month and then they die and yeah. then all of their leaves fall off or pine, <laughs> fall, pine needles fall off and then we throw them out by the, the we put them into a dump yeah, basically we
1: cut them down, we dress them up, we mock them as they're slowly dying, and then we throw them away.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't see what the you know, I don't see what the <laughs> problem here is, guys. Like, <laughs> Groot would <laughs> oh, Groot needs to get over it.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, right, Rob, was, what what, was, what was your uh, your next one?
2: <laughs> My next one was actually, honestly, the biggest thing. One of the, like the top, you know, uh, one of the biggest highlights was, and you know, again, spoilers for those who have not seen it. <laughs> okay, uh, Mantis being Quill's sister. I mean, that was yeah, pretty epic there. And um, I don't know, that was just such a really like that that little part when uh, she tells him at the end. That was such a touching scene. That was so well done, and mm-hmm. it's what. That that was the part where when I saw that I was like you know that's that's the heart of what like MCU knows how to do yeah really well when they do it they do it really really well and you know and James Gunn got it I mean he that was just such such a great little scene but yeah no you know now now I can, now I'm just wondering how that plays into the movie volume three which is mm-hmm. coming out and as a matter of yeah. fact I don't know if you guys seen the uh, the trailer have you For volume three yes I have, yeah I have actively
1: yeah. not watched it. Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, I, I have, have, and th- that'll be that. news at the very end. But
2: uh... but it was great. The fact that I mean, and hope yeah, I mean, this has to be this has to t- be taking place before Volume Three, and that's the oh, one thing is. that I'm wondering. Yeah, so that part was phenomenal. I I I liked it. I, there was a lot of heart to it, and I'm glad that they made Mantis uh, more uh, of a um, family central character more, you know, look look into her more and, you yeah. know, who she is. She was uh, she, she was played very cute by uh, I forgot the uh, the Palm um,
0: Clunetief, something yeah. like
2: yeah. that. Yeah, Palme uh, yeah. Uh So well done with that, and so I just, when, when she first came out in uh, what was it, in Volume 2? Yeah. yeah. She was very cute, you know, and very different from what the uh, comic book, you know, Mantis is, but mm-hmm. what I liked also about it was that they show her fighting, mm-hmm. which she's supposed to be a martial arts, you know, master or something like that, you know, according to the MCU uh, universe. Mm-hmm. So they show that part of it. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, but yeah, so <laughs> I, that's what I like. I like the fact that, you know, they show that part for Mantis and, uh, and Quill and the, you know, the reveal of that was very well done.
0: I do wish that they had saved that reveal until that last part of the end.
1: At the end, it would have made more it, sense. It, because yeah. at,
0: the be- at the beginning, when it was a throwaway line by Drax, oh, that you're sister? And she's like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, if they just left it with, you know, the secret that only you know, and then you found out that later, I think that would have hit me harder yes. um, than, than the way that it did. I was like, at that point, she's like, wait, what?
1: I mean, <laughs> I guess it does make
0: sense that, you know, ego was off planting his seed everywhere and uh <laughs> um, and you know she was one of them uh she had a power so he didn't kill her right um, but uh yeah i was just I, I i did think it was oddly just kind of off the cuff like throw almost a throwaway line of this huge reveal yeah. um and th- but if they'd saved if they'd saved that for the end i've been like oh
2: my god that's
0: that's crazy that's awesome I mean, horrible but
2: awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. What do you got, uh Mark?
1: Uh, literally, uh, I I just love the whole the fact that how Mantis actually entraps Drax into this, bringing up the whole oh the got knots. Oh, you ate them all. No, not that secret. The other secret. Oh, that your Quill sister. Yeah, and that the way it leads into it, but. The fact that Drax can't really let it go. The Zarknuts. <laughs> Zarknuts. <laughs> that
0: was yeah. so funny.
1: You ate all the Zarknuts. No! It's like <laughs> the fact that she wants to do something good by her brother that she has never really shown or like even stated to him that they are siblings. Right. And, and because of a fear that it's a relation to Ego, which created both of them. And the fact that she was there all along with Ego, and then she goes into this idea of, okay, let's give him a gift for Christmas, which is literally a person. You know, let's get Kevin Bacon, and of all things, and... It's because, you know, he mentioned, uh, as, as far as us, as the viewers only know, we've only heard about him in, uh, I'm forgetting. What was it? Was it, uh, Infinity Wars or Guardians of the Galaxy? I'm forgetting which movie it was, but he sta- you know, he basically states, he goes, like, oh, he was footloose. It's like, he's, part- oh, it had to be Infinity War. He goes, one. yeah. So, and then he says it to Thor and he goes, uh, he might be part of the Avengers. I'm not sure. I haven't been there in some time. And. Oh yeah. No, yeah. No, I know you're talking about. Yeah. 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 That was,
0: in, that was an in infinity war.
1: Yeah. So uh, and that's where it came out where he actually brings it up to the group. So he must've mentioned Kevin Bacon at some point. And as far as we know, within guardians of the galaxy part two with David Hasselhoff Hasselhoff does a kind of a musical at the very end oh that song is one of my favorites from that Don't yeah. sure you're
0: wrong it's a phenomenal soundtrack but it is my favorite original to the the soundtrack
1: exactly yeah. and and within this per- particular episode or this special we get a song by Kevin Bacon and him singing too <laughs> with some of the guys that were, uh, in the actual, in the actual special itself, which were, of uh, I'm trying to the remember. The old 97s. The old 97s, yeah. So, uh, to me, that was amazing in itself for the fact that you got somebody else there who's a legendary person that he mentions. You know, he mentioned David Hasselhoff and the talking car. Saying that was his father, but it wasn't his father. It was originally ego. Now we got Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon comes into this special. He actually right. does sing with the old 97s, which is an alien band, which honestly, my favorite song within the show was the first one. Yeah. And it's constantly of Quill going, no. No, that's not how it is. No <laughs> and it's amazing. I love that song. That has to be on some sort of soundtrack. I have to listen to that all I'm, the sure, time. I'm
2: sure though I'm sure they'll come out with the soundtrack for that yeah. I, that was also one of my top five highlights. so it's the uh, that first musical number. I was like okay. that, <laughs> that has to be one of those things where from now on it'll just. They'll play it on the, in the radio from this point on, you know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, And, and the, the, as weird as it is, and we could talk about every little instance, because within the Marvel, uh, like the comic universe, Santa is actually known as one of a Nexus mutants or Nexus beings <laughs> that is out there, too, by the way. Listeners, yes. Is it really? <laughs> yes, he is. Santa is part of a Nexus universe. He is a Nexus being. So he is a mutant to some degree for the fact that he could teleport. He could actually stop time so he could get the gifts going. He can manipulate reindeer. He could do all this. This is all within the comics. This is canon to it's the canon, comics. People.
2: <laughs> by the way on on spotify i just looked and they do have the entire uh soundtrack for uh, the holiday special so and that's what, you're, right, cool. when, you're, when
0: you're looking on that what's the opening song who is the the not the not the opening song number but the opening song during the credits
2: uh let me see uh so i'm, I'm kind of reading off the actual list of songs they have in this the mm-hmm. first one is i don't know what christmas is of course by the old 97 but then this how Yandu ruined christmas by john murphy telekinesis so i'm not sure if there's a if it's that that might be a score
0: or portions of that being a score but
2: yeah i think i think yes so let me see it was almost like
0: a sid vicious style or like uh sid vicious or uh Hmm. like not bruce springsteen who's the the guy that just basically just talks right not john lennon you guys help me out is it <laughs> i'm Bruce, not even sure no it's the he's like a poet he didn't, oh, Dillon, didn't know what,
2: uh, yeah i was just gonna. <laughs> very very
0: bob dylan-ish uh lyrics in that opening song and it's just like and it almost sounds like they're drunk oh okay and i'm just like what what is this and i i i wanted to look it up
2: it could be. I mean, um, I mean, on the on that soundtrack, I just saw the characters that are singing or anything like that. It's in the beginning and the end with uh, Kevin Bacon and it's the old '97s. But what you're talking about, yes, it, it did have a very Bob Dylan type of sound.
0: Hmm. i was just curious. I'll have to take, take a look at that. Yeah,
2: Sorry, I'm I don't actually know where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually looking at the uh, in uh, the wiki for it, and it doesn't mention anything about it. Okay. I'm gonna have to do a little more deep diving in that one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of deep diving.
0: All right, on to the next one, Greg. I kind of mentioned it already, but like Drax is just a, a horrible—I'm not gonna say human, but a horrible <laughs> being. Being like
1: he's it, very self-centered. Uh, he, he thinks about himself and his yeah, own just, self-pleasures. He wants that particular elf, that that blow-up elf that uh, yeah, but, Kevin Bacon had.
0: Do you want the little man or do you want the little man? <laughs> um you know, like, oh it, it tickles, I'm gonna pee my pants. Um like, oh, oh
1: with the bullets. Yeah, yeah well, he's yeah. being <laughs> shot at
0: and then he's like well, like I mean, and I get we're this is kind of quotes, but this is just demonstrating what a horrible being Drax is. You can't just kill people, Drax. Well, if how do I know what the rules are if no one tells me? I mean, come on, man. Like, it's not like you have zero memory. Like, Peter's talked about not killing people. It's it's a thing. Like, okay, yeah, Gamora kills people. Nebula kills people. But you don't just kill people because they're there. And he's, like, he's so, I laugh at him. He's kind of like Peter Griffin, Mm -hmm. um, where I laugh at him because he's just a horrible person. And I like, I don't necessarily, like, I do think that I, like, I I don't think that he's been as bad as this and by as bad, just like he hasn't rubbed me this poorly in the past because Mm -hmm. we haven't seen him nearly as much. But again, I did really enjoy like him playing the, or uh, mantis playing the straight man, straight being to, uh, to, to Drax was, was fun. But yeah, Drax is just, he just, he just rubs me the wrong way. Although, again, so basically, they do give good Drax lines.
1: is the abbot to, well, no, no, uh, Mantis is the abbot to Drax's Costello. Basically, yeah. Okay. Uh, All
0: right. Yeah. He, she's, she's the, she's the, the one who's like, yeah, duh. Like, this doesn't look like a little man, does it? <laughs> no my friends just being an idiot <laughs> like, yeah that was, that was exactly an awesome, awesome line yeah 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 all right yeah that's that's yeah. i mean I, I already kind of bitched about drax a little bit so i'm, I'm gonna let it go <laughs> but uh yeah that was that was my next point
2: yeah drax is yeah it's like you said drax is just one of those characters when you just said yeah uh, that he reminds you of uh of uh who is it from a uh, family guy um
0: peter griffin peter griffin peter
2: griffin <laughs> Yeah. And it just, it it clicked on me. I was like, Oh my God, you're right. He is basically a a alien version of Peter Griffin. That's exactly what
0: he (laughs) he just, he he does the things that you like a really horrible person would do. Right. And you laugh at him because he's not real. And, but if that was somebody that you knew, you'd be like,
2: what the hell is wrong with you? And he's not even aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, <laughs> reminds me of people at work. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, Rob. We, it reminds <laughs> of people we work with. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to also, you know, he, Mantis can stick up uh, to walls. That's the one highlight that I saw when uh, they were chasing yeah. uh, Kevin Bacon. All of a sudden, I saw her doing the kind of a Spider Man thing. And I was like, wait, that's a thing now?
1: No, it's been a thing in the comics, because Mantis was in the comics. Right. It's just that we have not gotten that. Right, The only thing that we came close to that was during the Infinity Wars, as well as Endgame, mostly Endgame, in a sense that she was part of the the girl brigade, or woman brigade, as I should say, for the fact that they were taking over and taking within... Like uh, it's women power at that point. So you had her with Pepper Potts, you had her with uh, what was it? Uh, Wasp. Yeah, all,
2: all, the, all, the, all, all the all the all the all
1: female leads and stuff. Exactly. Like that from the MCU. So yeah. she showed her powers within Endgame. But the thing is, this was more prominent because it kind of debuted it within her own. In a right. sense that she could do all these things. She was able to, now, mind you, it kind of looked too CG'd at certain points. It did. <laughs> but it, it, to me, it was like, okay, it's kind of Spider Man ish because she is kind of a bug herself in the response to like, kind of like right. Spider Man. You know, she's got the antennae and she is more buggish. So in this case, when she was chasing after, Kevin Bacon she was portraying her particular powers that we really didn't see present within Guardians Past or within like let's say Endgame. So I I thought that was pretty cool. Uh as as goofy as it was and how CG as it was, I really did enjoy that. Well,
2: yeah, it was just uh like I said, it was just since we haven't seen I mean, we saw her a little bit in action I would say in, you know, yeah. Infinity War, but seeing her in action here was actually uh really cool so but yeah that one really stuck to me it's like oh she could stick to walls like (laughs) (laughs) spider-man
0: well i didn't really quite understand that so she could she couldn't jump over the fence but then when they're chasing kevin bacon both her and drax are like jumping 30 feet in the air Exactly right. Well,
1: I'm if, like, if is you, Drax
2: is throwing her, and then, maybe yes.
1: Drax is throwing her over the bushes, and I think that's what it was because
2: all she did was say, "Is like, how do we get over the fence?" I'm sure she would say, "Oh, wait, we jump." But could he, you, she, she didn't even up there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what are you yes. doing? I wasn't even done
2: talking. Exactly. <laughs> So I'm sure she would be like, wait, I could have done this myself. But, you know.
1: <laughs> well, the funniest, too, and the coolest thing, too, about both of them, after they get into Kevin Bacon's house and they're chasing him, he jumps onto the tree, falls down. They jump from the second story and do superhero landings just the same. Right. And I exactly. thought that was fun, too.
0: <laughs> they did do the cutaway where they. You know, they show them landing. It was like they yeah. jump off the thing and then they, they show them landing. I was like, oh, this is like watching She Hulk, where they don't ever show her <laughs> all, you know, fully, you know, shrink down.
1: Right. Are we going into that, Greg? Come on. We've got to suspend our disbelief and love the show as it is. Do I have to call Penny in? If <laughs> she, she understands. Okay. She's so
0: cheaper that way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> by the way, I, I, by the way, I found I found all the music that was yeah. featured in here. So it is in Wikipedia. So if you look down, I mean, there's stuff by like Smashing Pumpkins, and you know, yes, I, I did I recognize the, the,
0: yeah. the Smashing Pumpkins. one. It was Same Fairy man. Tale for, of New York by the Pogues. Kirsty McCall is the, huh. the one that yeah. I was thinking of.
1: All right, cool. Yeah.
2: All right, so Wait, We yeah. yeah. Just had to information. Information. say that because I found <laughs> it. I was like, all right, I found yeah. it.
1: <laughs> all right, anyway. Next up, uh, who's Is next? That you? I think it's you. Me? Well, uh, I'm going to pull away from what uh, Rob has already probably put in his notes, but I already know uh, the Guardian's own nowhere. They bought it from the yes. Collector. I <laughs> thought the Collector was dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so did, did the Collector get
1: snapped? I think so. I mean, I just or don't know he, because, I, because between what I thought, I what thought Thanos had killed him. In the original series, they never yeah. showed him They should never showed them getting. Snapped, they never showed them dead. Well, no. so they
0: showed they showed Thanos with the collector, but it was with the Reality Stone. Yes, he was showing that the collector was under his boot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I imagine he had him stocked away somewhere mm-hmm. or something, and then or uh, put
1: in a, a chamber.
0: Yeah, I probably. I I, I I don't know where he ended up. I thought that the collection all got exploded, but. Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of strange because uh, that actor has never come back. So I'm, yes. I'm curious. As, as oh, you if, mean after
0: Infinity or after, after? Yeah, yeah, after Infinity War.
1: Yeah, and we never seen him come back. So except uh, in what if? Yeah, and my my attitude is like, okay, uh, we'll take it as is because this is canon now. So right.
0: where did they get the money for that?
1: <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly right <laughs> it's not dc well, money remember they 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 do a lot of uh they do a lot of
2: bounty hunter work so they do I but
0: mean, they got snapped out like for five years i mean mm. did they did they get a reward for uh i don't know not, yeah anything? not sure
2: yeah not sure i mean that's a that's a good question because that's i i thought the same thing i was like wait a minute
0: i mean i guess rocket yep. nebula could have been stealing things for a long time
2: especially rocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, who knows how, uh, how that happened. It might be interesting because I think that might actually be a, uh, a topic in, uh, yeah. In volume, volume, three. In vo- in volume three. So that would be very interesting to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, a- anything else about that, Mark? No, in the sense that I'm just taking it as fact from what we got <laughs> from the special edition. So, you know, uh, we have to take things as they come sometimes because we don't know because there's various writers. We don't know what's going to happen on Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Right. We do have a little bit of knowledge, but we'll talk but, about that. But we
0: also have Peter Gunn at the helm. So, James like Gunn. I, sorry, James Gunn. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, not Peter Gunn. Uh, so,. <laughs> So we do have James Gunn at the helm again. So mm-hmm. I think we can trust him to yeah. to be able to fill some of those those blanks.
2: The great thing about it is that I think he's going to close this out, you know, because that's going to be his own trilogy. Right. Uh including this uh, you know, and also this uh holiday special, but yeah, I think he's going to close out this trilogy uh very well.
0: You think he'll come back for next year's holiday special? <laughs>
2: I don't know that's uh that all depends on how much he's doing on DC. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, now that's, that he's tr- now that he's the Kevin ba- uh Kevin Foggy of uh yeah, of yeah, DC, DC. I mean, yeah, he's probably going to be uh stretched out very thin.
1: Yeah. I would say James Gunn is going to be the Kevin Feige of DC at this point. And uh yeah. But
2: that's a good thing. I mean, at least we got somebody that it is a fan of these properties and it's a fan of you know comic books and right he, he yeah he will i think in my opinion just respect the ip pretty well yeah so hopefully it's not like other directors you know in this last phase <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> i haven't really had any issues with the last phase i
2: mean i've also the Eternals, I'm, man. The Eternals, come on. So I, I didn't,
0: I didn't have like I, I, like I, I feel like they just try to do too much with the Eternals. Um, speaking of the Eternals, did you guys see Kingo on the 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 billboard in there?
2: Yes, yes. They, uh, mm, they. I made like, Whoa,
0: it. I, I missed that the first time I watched it.
2: Yeah, they they kind of. I was always hoping that the whole Eternals thing was like another universe. You know, like like Kevin will go, you know what, this is pretty horrible. Let's make believe that that took place in another universe. But then like, you know, you see Kingo here and you're like, ah shit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we're stuck with it. Yeah,
2: so it sucks, but
0: (laughs) I haven't, I mean, I didn't have any knowledge, previous knowledge of the Eternals. So I was kind of like, I mean, I also am not super negative about literally anything except for maybe Drax. (laughs) so like i hey this is the story you want to tell okay yeah Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the most engaging thing out there but i mean you know some things made sense some things you go wait why didn't they didn't just do do this you know what whatever okay that's fine
2: (laughs) that's that's a choice and uh my problem with it was that you know if they were going to do the eternals on what was it thor ragnarok and yeah, and actually, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, they made the Eternals look like the Jack Kirby creation, okay. you know. Yes. So it had that very yeah. you know Jack Kirby look, and in the Eternals, they went ahead and they changed it completely.
1: Yeah, they that made was my, it. Yeah, that was, you and that I spoke my, about this. Yeah, yeah that it. was my
2: problem with that because you were promised one thing and then
1: yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's the head.
2: director just said, you know what, I, I kind of like this direction, and I think. Kevin Fayer was like, no, 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 it has to look like this. All right. Not so sure. you could do whatever, but it has to look like this. And I think that was my big problem with that. It's just like, this is not what.
1: Yeah. And then you see in this particular, at the very end, the very beginning, at the very end, too, nowhere the face of that celestial is very different. Right. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, okay, they're trying to make this canon, but we already have. Like you already stated, what was it? Uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, mm-hmm. we get a vision of the Celestial with one of the uh, Infinity Stones. A very much comic representative of uh, Jack Kirby. Correct. And then... Um, Same thing in uh, Thor Love and Thunder. When yes. they were in,
2: uh, what was it, uh, uh, God City or whatever? <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: where Zeus was.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You see the guard, You see the. Uh, you see the celestials in the back.
1: The celestials are there, and yeah, they're yeah. like kind of making pay- way past when the goats kind of run Correct. through the window. But they look yeah.
2: exactly like you know they do in like Jack they, Kirby. But yeah, but then all of a sudden they change And what really, what really gets to me is that so the new. Uh, then well, it just passed, but the new story about the X-Men uh, is called X. So it's the X-Men, the Avengers and the Eternals. Mm-hmm. And the Eternals are starting, they're starting to draw them a little bit mm-hmm. like the ones from the movie. And I was like, Oh, you guys are giving in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so, so it's, that was really interesting that they're trying to make that canon also in the comic book. Yeah. But that being said, going back to, uh, <laughs> you know uh according to the galaxy um one of the one of the big highlights that made me laugh out loud was just seeing nova dancing but she does it like with such an angry nebula. face nebula i'm sorry nebula not nova nebula with such an angry face when they were like all you know around you know looking at kevin bacon uh singing she's yeah. dancing but she has this angry face and it just made me laugh i'm like How does a person so angry
0: Very jerky motion. (laughs) Yeah, it was was funny.
1: Well, she's trying to show her human side, even though she's not human. Right. And I I think that's what Karen Gellin was trying to portray. Now, mind you, maybe she's trying to uh, focus in her Doctor Who companion that she played with... uh, <laughs> Matt Smith back in a day to give her a little bit of emotion, yeah, yeah, right? And, uh, not to uh, do a wibbly wobbly timey wimey thing, but you know it'd be awesome to uh, you know have Doctor Who encountered within it in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> but you know, Karen, I think really wanted to animate and give this character more personality or tried to develop to be a personality, which I think she did literally from Infinity War on. Right. She's been with humans. She lived with Tony Stark in space and learned to be human. And then learned to be human over the course of like almost five years with everybody else at at Stark Space, which was uh, Avengers Camp or um, yeah, whatever Avengers it was. Compound or
2: whatever they call it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So she learned to develop those patterns of being and being a person, not a half breed. Because, you know, she got Rodi to lean on because Rodi himself was half cyborg. So he was half human. So it gave her a sense of somebody to relate to. Right. Now she's starting to feel a little bit more humanesque. Humanoid, and she still has the love for her sister. She still has the love for Quill, Rocket, of all things, Drax, and everybody else in. Oh yeah, in the crew I mean, she's she's found a
2: family within, yeah. you know, within the Guardians, which is what she was missing, and yeah, and and her trying to uh, assimilate, like, assimilate and fit into them. Yeah, uh, is always a funny thing, and you know, just the things that she says, and and, and throughout, like you know.
1: Uh, Especially what Quill says to him when he goes, Go get bacon. And he goes, Don't kill him. (laughs) Right. And she screams out, I'll get you bacon. (laughs) You know. (laughs) So
2: I I like the, but you know, that's why I mentioned the dancing because it's just her trying to emulate, I guess, what everybody else is doing. And, you know, so it made it funny. Just when I saw it, I just laughed so out loud because I was like, She's an angry dancer. I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> that looks. She just that looks pretty good.
1: <laughs> but she's trying. Got to give her that credit, though. Yeah, no, I know, <laughs> I know. But yeah, I did enjoy that too, uh, and the fact that we got a little bit more heart from Nebula, which we never got from within the uh, the MCU itself. Right. She's becoming more and more family, but. As we'll talk later within the uh, for news, we'll talk about the uh, trailer that we got for Guardians of the Galaxy Three, which will be amazing, and uh, as well as uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, and mm-hmm. as well as Indiana Jones. We got yes. that this week too, so that's to tune in later for those of you that are listening, but. Uh, we're going to continue forward, too. And next up, as far as highlights, uh, who's next? I think, uh, think it was Craig. Uh,
0: okay. So uh, I, I really enjoyed the whole uh, superhero photo op montage <laughs> the, outside of Grauman's or whatever it's called now. Grauman's.
1: It's not Grauman's Chinese Theater anymore. It Mandarin?
0: It's, I don't know. Whatever it is I,
1: now. I, uh, Hollywood
2: Boulevard? Yeah. yeah, that's, all yeah. literally Hollywood That's Boulevard. what it
0: is. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoy Steve.
1: <laughs> and she tries to hug him. Yeah, and the guy, and the actor runs off. off. Oh, um, yeah. poor guy, man. <laughs> um, th- like,
0: I, I thought that, you know, that that whole scene was a lot. I- and did the first time I thought, and maybe it was just something else that I watched, but mm-hmm. I thought that when someone took a picture of Drax, they said, I just got a photo with the God of War
2: yes yes yes
0: they did when i was watching it earlier tonight again i Mm -hmm. didn't i was listening for it and i didn't i didn't hear it and i was like what um i was like what was that was that the show okay yeah i thought that was a that was a funny line yeah and uh yeah the the whole vendetta against the gobot was funny and (laughs) he killed my he killed his cousin
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is so funny too, because honestly, uh, for the listeners that are out there that are Marvel fans will know in the Marvel comics lore, Transformers was actually in consignment with Hasbro when they brought out the uh, Transformers line and like toys and then eventually became a cartoon and everything else, but they also did a comic book to work with it. Now, Mind you, that IP has kind of subsided to IDW, they don't own that anymore. So I-, I think it's a Kevin Smith kind of thing too, because how Kevin talked about Gobots and transformers and clerks too, and how the Gobots were the Kmart version of Transformers, <laughs> and I, I kind of passed this along to him in Twitter, but he didn't respond. But a lot of fans have. But I was like, "Wow, you were ahead of your time," because apparently now Drax destroys Gobots, and mind you, they are the Kmart version of Transformers.
0: Yeah. So the the one the heroes the, the heroes that we saw were were you know Gobot, uh, Ant Man, Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America, then what looked like the gold statue guy from Moon Knight.
1: Yes, yes.
2: Uh, and Con- who else? Conjure. Was it the Kanju?
1: No, 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 stat- no, no. Oh,
2: it, the Moon guy
1: Knight? who actually was a statue within Moon Knight. No, oh, was, yes, was,
2: yes, he, yes. I know, I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, that Steven
0: was talking to that he was just the the basically the living statue. I don't remember what his yep. name his his name was, right. but
1: they didn't give him a name. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was like, oh, that
0: guy looks familiar. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I thought that was. I mean, yeah, I've I've you see, you know, you go through Times Square or maybe over there in the theater where you'll just have. At this point, it's they're dressing up like real heroes from the world, and you know, for us, where you know they're just dressing up like comic book characters or mm-hmm. you know movie yeah. movie characters. So, I thought that that was an an interesting and and fun and kind of interlude, and then a way for them to get some money so they could go drinking.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like the way uh, Mantis discovers money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, so great. And she's great.
1: holding it like this. Yes. Like, like to her <laughs> chest with it all flared out. And it's so funny, too, because it's a lot of money. And they paid for a lot of drinks. And she could afford <laughs> that map. That was $40. Mind you, that is not joking. Those are 40 bucks now.
2: Yeah, those things are. But I, I love the way. And that was the other thing. I was like, you know mantis is just a thief
1: <laughs> yes
2: she <laughs> says a thief because i mean it wasn't bad it, it wasn't uh just good enough for like you know the map part like you know give me the map for free is like give me your money also <laughs> so like, like mantis basically mugged the yeah, store she, clerk. she
0: basically <laughs> discovered what mugging was and yeah it's yes. like oh okay well i have this power that's kind of like a gun and i'm just gonna wheel it that way and, well she uh, did that
1: with the cops too it's like oh sleep well, sleep sleep, sleep.
0: cops to sleep is one thing basically saying hey give me all of your money for nothing <laughs> she's like, a thief yeah she's a thief <laughs> like i don't know that she understands the concept of like not using your powers like for oh, good this or is, evil. this is the yeah. risk uh, <laughs> yeah. of having powers is that fine. is true uh you know i've never i've I lived on ego for you know all of my life until i met my effectively my family in the guardians but i've never had to interact with normal people before yeah right
2: basically she's she's learned from her family because you got you know you got got rocket Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) who's a thief (laughs) so and of course you know drax being drax who just does whatever he wants yeah so i'm sure she's getting a lot of influence from those things Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah that's I mean that was that was all I had Uh, Rob what you got
2: actually funny enough I mean one thing that I thought it was interesting was first of all steroid group
1: (laughs) oh small group
0: okay so he's been hitting the he's been hitting the the gym gym.
2: yeah (laughs) so at first at first I, I you know interesting at first I thought okay it's a holiday special they're already doing CG for a rocket they're already doing Mm -hmm. cg for uh cosmo and everything else maybe groot was a a kind of a physical effect so i thought it was a man in a suit but then as i watched as i watched it over and over again i was like no that seemed to have been animated too so i'm wondering what the what the reason is for making him look that big because then the last time we saw him he was just this rude teenager you know that uh uh, was playing his uh, video games and you know was being nasty to everybody he looked very thin
0: yeah well so, I, so initially i was like is that like hulk group group cult <laughs> but yeah i thought that was that was definitely uh you, you definitely done some done some working
2: yeah so i, I my thought is like <laughs> all right so maybe what they're doing is they're trying to follow what i would say you know a child is you know so yeah he was a you know, just kind of a, a shitty little teenager kind of, you know, sick, <laughs> right. kind of, and then now he's more of the, uh, what is it? The college, uh, yeah, you know, job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, you know, cause that's how he was acting, you know, when he was uh, listening to music and stuff like that, he just looked very, uh, very college, uh, you know, type of person, <laughs> party guy. And, uh, so I was like, at first, it was a practical effect i really did i thought it was a man in a suit but then i started noticing you know the uh the effects and i was like oh wow they and again i think this is something that they're going to probably mention in volume three
0: <laughs> right i mean if i'd like to see you know hulk groot or bulked up Groot in in volume <laughs> three because we saw infantilized groot in you know volume two and then teenage Groot in infinity war right so mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, that was my thing there. That and uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting was the physics of radio. <laughs> so when uh, when Kevin Bacon receives a phone call, and he's like, how the hell am I receiving a phone call all the way out here? He's like, oh, we have antennas that can reach 40 million light years. I'm like, isn't radio signal travels at the speed of light? So you're telling me that uh, it, like the, the, the physics didn't make sense. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> all right I, I i geeked out there for a bit i went uh, no never mind they got the science all wrong but fine
0: <laughs> i mean the the doctor can make can make phones work throughout time so i mean you know okay well, at least they're in the same time zone Oh, sorry. Timeline, time point in time.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it just like I said. And it was instant. Like, oh, hello, oh, hello. I'm like, that's a damn good phone service, man. (laughs) What antenna do you have? Because I need that. Yeah, really, Mark. What 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 else you got? Nothing
1: much. You guys covered everything.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Wanna move on to next or are we already already in
1: notes? I think you guys were already in notes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I,
0: I, I have to I have to say that I have to credit Kevin Bacon for coming on to this and and I mean, don't get me wrong, like he they basically turned him into a hero. Yeah. So now now he, you know he's showing up and being hero worshipped. So like why wouldn't you do that? i have to credit him for for coming on and then and then when he's under the trance he's and like oh he's an actor you're repugnant you're the worst we hate you he's be like, a man, hero man uh like i i that would normally really bug me but i'm totally into this right now <laughs> yeah
2: yeah <laughs> kind of makes really it kind of makes you wonder it's like okay so i want to hear the story about why actors are so repugnant and stuff like that, you know, so right. that, that, yeah, that's that, a, that, that would true. be an interesting uh, topic there, you know, to know why they came up with that, you know, <laughs> so. I,
0: mean, I, I feel I, like it was like almost like fourth wall breaking, like, hey, we got a bunch of actors talking about how shitty actors are. Right. Um, mm. And I oh, thought it was funny.
1: Yeah, and also the fact that they actually talk about his other stuff, how he did a dance-off which Quill kind of embellished on and reflected in a kind of say hey uh well quill did a dance off and saved the universe and you did that in footloose and then oh but you also killed jason voorhees and he's like oh i didn't kill jason voorhees i was kind of stabbed with like a a spear through the neck and i was dead i and that didn't have jason in it (laughs) it's like
0: also a character that i played yeah Um, yeah and like
1: oh my god he's an actor he didn't do any of those things yeah exactly and i thought that was pretty cool for the fact that they actually did bring up the jason thing for friday Mm -hmm. the 13th the original as well as footloose and then correlating it to the guardians so i never
0: put together i never put together the whole dancing to save the universe as in like a parallel to footloose oh really i've also never seen footloose so Oh yeah, you gotta watch the original, not the remake. No, right, I mean the Kevin Bacon version. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but uh, it just wasn't really my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I had never put that together between like in the first in the first Guardians movie. Mm. Like, oh, I'm gonna da- have a dance off. I was like, oh, they're just doing a dance off. Okay, cool.
1: Um, <laughs> but now it makes much more sense. All right. Well. Greg, you had put something in your notes too that I see, which is so fun to to look at too. The Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric. Oh yeah, the, they- the,
0: the the fact that like you had their acting, you know, Kevin Bacon, Kira actually were in the movie. Like they were uh, obviously Kevin Bacon, but then her the voice, voice is his on wife, his phone. Yeah, right. the voice of his wife, his real true life wife, uh, Kira. You know, for the the ten seconds that she was talking, I was like, oh, like I, it makes you wonder. Uh, is are they actually like super happy like that? Like, hey, you know, we're we uh, we're both actors who make really good money, and yeah, you know, you're they're, they're coming back from New York.
2: They to, actually to are Christmas, they actually are like that. Um, I met and them, that's once. awesome. Yeah, like, I met them, I met them once, and um, and I, when I met him, she was also there, and they were just you know, and then when you look at the when I was seeing them from you know from afar you could say um their interactions with each other just seem that way like that's awesome yeah
0: one of one of the few couples like hollywood couples that have actually like really come to enjoy each other's company as opposed to yeah the rest
2: of it i imagine tom hanks and his uh and his wife are the same
1: yeah
0: Yeah. right yeah so i i I really enjoyed their interactions and then yeah hey uh i got some friends who uh (laughs) who need to understand what christmas is Okay. <laughs>
2: like, I feel like that might be a little bit
0: stretching it a little bit, but
2: uh, yeah, it was, it was, but it, I kind of wonder what that start. conversation is like when he gets
1: back. Is, yeah. Like, yeah, so so where I are you? A, I was abducted and I, I was, was abducted by aliens <laughs> and then the argument starts <laughs> and I, I jammed out with aliens too. And I was playing and I wish my brother was there for the bacon brothers band and we could do this <laughs> whole song trilogy and do an EP. As Kira looks at him and goes, Stop lying to me. Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> How much shrooms did you have? And where can I get some? You know? <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, we should move on to quotes. And I know you guys got a ton. You probably covered everything that I've already thought of. So uh, I'm going to let you guys go at it. <laughs> uh,.
2: The first one I like is when Drax said, you know, when they were explaining uh, what they had to do. And it's like I hate stories where everyone lives. The story's the worst. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hate stories where everyone lives. <laughs> and it's going back to what you were saying about Drax. It's just he just doesn't have a filter at all. It's just sh- no, shit, the shit just comes out of his mouth, and you and you have to laugh. And it's great the the lines that you know they make him actually do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, that was that actually. Goes-
1: that honestly goes back to the original Guardians film when Rocket says to Quill, "He goes, dude, he's literal. His his people are literal about everything. There is no in between."
0: Yeah, it'll go. It'll it, whatever you say. It'll, if you use any kind of if you don't, if you're not talking literally, it'll go over his head. It won't yeah. go over my head. I'm too fast, I would catch it. Oh God, <laughs> God shut up. <laughs>
2: I have mastered the art of standing still.
0: <laughs> I'm, standing, I'm moving so slowly you can't see me,
1: dude. I see you're eating a sharknado right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just the
2: stuff he says, man. Just it kills me sometimes because it's like you were saying at the, at first to me, I hated I hated the character. Yeah, I started liking him because I was like, okay, he's just this absurd. Stupid character that you just have to like, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, so
0: yeah, the uh, let me see. Um, I did, I did like Quill's line, you know, this is a Christmas gift, this is human trafficking. You, <laughs> give, you brought me, you brought what's what? What do you give the guy who's got everything? You, you give him an actual person?
2: No, <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's not only trafficking, uh, what is this slavery? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, human uh, <laughs> trafficking. Yeah, that's what yeah. it was.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, when uh, Kevin Bacon comes out of his trance, hey, Rocket's like, hey, hey, hey nobody's gonna hurt you. It's okay. It's a, it's a talking wrecking. I'm gonna kill you. And, oh, right. Yeah. And then like Groot like catches him as he goes flying towards Kevin Bacon,
1: which is yeah. a typical Rocket thing. Right. But the thing is, exactly. is that he actually equated it properly. Which is like he's a raccoon, <laughs> yeah. No, but it it, it goes
2: back to the, again the, like making sure that these characters got respected enough, where you know they continue to be who they are in the other movies, and it yeah. was great. Rocket just fucking going off. I mean, he just, he, I mean, he was fast too. I
1: mean, well, he didn't go off <laughs> on Tony when uh, uh, Tony Stark called him a build a bear. <laughs> <laughs> An end game. He goes. Uh, for a second, I thought you were a Build a Bear. He goes. Eh, yeah, I wouldn't put it past you, too. <laughs> I was like, really? Um, so yeah, no, you're you're right. They absolutely were
0: like this. This whole like every character was absolutely true to to their character. Yeah. Um. And and I think that's one of the things that's most impressive about it. Like even with some character development, the 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 actions and words and lines. We're yeah. still very true to what, what we know the, the characters as.
2: Exactly. That's why yeah. I was saying that, you know, Mantis, even though she's just like this background character, they were able to bring more of her out, but still mm-hmm. remain true to what the character, I guess, is supposed to be in. Yeah, in, absolutely. The MCU. So.
1: Yeah, very much like Nebula, very much like Cosmo, and I want to bring that up, too. That That's another note that I wanted to, because we got more of Cosmo within this. You got Rocket and Cosmo working together, and we got a female voice for Cosmo at this point, and they're trying to put together Nowhere, and she was like, uh, I can't work under these conditions and how you're treating me. <laughs> I will not rock work
0: it. if you continue to, to demean me. I yeah. also want some of those <laughs> delicious treats in your bag.
1: Yeah. And, and <laughs> honestly, the one character missing, honestly, and I still miss it, is Howard the Duck. And I wish uh, Kevin was able to, Kevin Smith was able to do that, which was like two or three years ago. They were supposed to do a whole Howard the Duck thing, but it never happened. Mm-hmm. So, but uh at least we got a little bit more Cosmo. Well, we know that they have a female voice, right? And it
2: and it works, which I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute, um because yeah. Cosmo's supposed to be a, a male dog, I guess, in the uh. And yeah, I, think he, I think he was a male dog also in the movies. They just retconned it to a female. Uh...
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so too.
2: So, but I mean, no or, that that was cool. the
0: voice or the voice modulator is just a female voice.
2: It
1: could be. It I could mean, be. Who
0: knows? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh so when Mantis is talking to the cops after Drax flips the, the the car. Yeah. She she takes her candy cane and she's like, I really want this, but I'm gonna give it to you. So that makes us even, right? We're not doing anything <laughs> wrong <laughs> by stealing this person. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a that was a good one
2: that was good i liked uh when they were the go bots killed his cousin and he was about to just and then in the end you know then you just see him in the background as being the poor yeah, crap, out the of this crap out yeah. <laughs> so that was actually a cool go killed his cousin <laughs> and i like uh, actually nebula had a great line and it was like nebula had a great line and she had the uh i guess the only uh a curse word in the uh, in the whole yeah. thing, but like all. I guess all actors are not pieces of shit.
1: Yep. She
2: says it. She says it with such a straight, stoic face. Yeah, and that's why, and I that's feel that's like what makes, she
0: says it to camera,
2: right? Uh, so that's why is, I feel like I like. That's why I feel like I love that character because it's just it's a character that just doesn't take. I don't know. Take it, it takes itself too serious, but in a funny way.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our all our quotes, right? I think that's, so.
2: I think that's all I got. All right, I like well. also Mantis, which says, I wish I would have bought uh, Groot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, next up is, uh, well, comic news or uh, actually MCU news or anything that's related to within the uh, cinematic universe when it comes to comics. So uh, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3 trailer. That came out just recently. Now, mind you, there's a lot of stuff that's really fun in it, a lot of sadness, and a lot of darkness too. Uh, yeah. But uh, honestly, I'm looking forward to it because uh, it kind of rounds rounds out what's going on within the cinematic universe of Marvel when it comes to the Guardians. So, uh, Rob, you've seen this too, and Greg, you've probably seen it as well. So, what were your thoughts? You know, I'm going to say that, again,
2: this is it. It keeps it the same as like the other ones, it makes you excited for it. And now that you have seen two other movies that were actually pretty good, uh, it makes me excited to see this one. This is supposed to be a uh, a movie from what I've read that is supposed to emotionally tug at your heart, and it's going to be and it's going to be kind of they're gonna concentrate a lot more on Rocket and his origin, origin, and, yeah. And, you know where he can't came, came from and stuff like that. So I think there's gonna be a lot of there's probably gonna be more scenes in there of him being genetically made or whatever it was that he was. You know the way he they made him. That's going to be kind of like tough. You know, like those tough little moments mm. in the movie, which I think it's great. So, but no, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think. again, looks great. I'm sure they're going to have an awesome soundtrack to this movie like they do with the other two. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I'm waiting for Peter
0: to discover Guns N' Roses (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: although they already did that in love and thunder so I yeah so
1: i i think greg you and rima joe will be waiting for that moment when peter well, quill discovers at, after Quill's. love and thunder we in,
0: in the zed heads we had a, a big discussion about it and yeah like, i know <laughs> man like the peter peter should uh he should definitely branch out to beyond you know mid-80s
1: yeah well early <laughs> mid-80s because uh Guns N' Roses came out in 1986. Right. So so, uh, that was like just above the mid-'80s at that point. Right. But, yeah, I I do look forward to it as well. Me, the fact that we do get a Rocket prequel of how he came to be and how he was made, plus his love interest, too, because if you do pause that actual trailer, you could see him... And another furry getting together at some point in love. Was that a
2: ferret? Well, I mean, what is it? I mean, do we know what it
1: is. <laughs> Who it knows? Looked like,
2: it looked like a ferret or it looked like an otter, something like that. I, an I'm otter. Not sure. I would I say more it, of
1: an otter. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my feeling is, it's like we get a little bit more, but it's going to tug at our heartstrings if, because if, you listeners and viewers and fans know with the actual logo for guardians of the galaxy for every movie that has come out if you look at the first one it was brown that was Groot the second was blue and red that was yondu the third was brown and yellow that can only highlight more than anything now, mind you, these are fan concepts and thoughts and ideas. Do I agree? To some degree. For the fact that I do believe that. Because they did tug at our heartstrings for every movie. We yeah. lost Groot in the first one. We lost Yandu in the second. I would not be surprised if we lose Rocket in the third. Well, if the Guardians continue on after that, we don't know. Right. That is going to be upon the remaining cast. We don't know if uh, Zoe will actually continue on as well as uh, Peter Quill himself. Chris, so
0: what uh, what happened to Gamora? Like, past Gamora, that was at the end of the She's out there.
1: She's still out there in the world. Like, with with Gamora
0: gone, like, that's what Mantis was saying with Gamora gone. I'm like,
2: well, I guess Gamora, I mean, the the gamora that was was with quill that one died and that one died right. you know sure. i mm-hmm. guess being in love with um with quill this is a gamora that just hasn't gotten there yet yes right so, right. so yeah so i mean she probably left or whatever it is or she,
0: i mean I, I would have figured that she would be with nebula who is her sister that like
2: right yeah.
0: version that isn't constantly trying to kill her but yeah those i thought it was odd to have her excluded Although I have seen a couple of articles by Zoe Saldana, talks about being kind of pigeonholed in that in that role.
2: Hmm. hmm, that's interesting. I don't see her that way, but then again, I mean, it's a, it's a nice character. It's just she. They, sure. he, he, you're right. I think there's uh, there hasn't been enough development for her. I guess. I nah. mean, they, they've done some stuff with uh, Infinity War and uh and stuff like that, but not not something where you know goes further than that. Right, I guess, but who knows? I mean, Volume Three might actually tell us what why she's gone, or you know what's going on there.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. did they show? Did it, it? So they showed somebody that was like you know gold color. Adam, Adam Warlock. Do yeah, you think that's Adam Warlock? That is Adam Warlock. That is Adam Warlock. Okay.
1: The question is: Is does he have the Soul Stone in his head? Because he has some kind of stone. Yes. So, but the, question... the thing, the question is, is that the Soul Stone, like in the comics? I because, mean, were all yeah. of
0: the stones destroyed?
1: They were. Oh, they were brought back by Steve Rogers. But the thing is, is the Soul Stone was something that was dropped off by well. Steve couldn't even drop that off because it kind of got damaged. Because that is why Gamora was killed for. Is that the one that she was killed yeah, for? Yeah, that's the one prob- she was killed for.
2: Right. right. So, I mean, I don't know that. That's something that they'll probably address because these the the, uh, the Infinity Stones had to go back in time at the point when at the point
1: when they were taken.
2: They were taken. So, technically, yes, all the all the uh, stones are destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um. Depending yeah. on, and it, yeah. All, and they have to be all destroyed because this takes place after Infinity, you know.
0: Yeah, Thanos destroyed all the, yeah, all the stones. Right. This so. is all
2: after End Game at this point. Right. Yeah, I mean, who knows what that type of stone or what they're going to say I mean, about that stone.
0: Uh, but, I mean, to be fair, the, I don't know, whatever that race was called, whatever the gold people were.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, they had the pod at the end of Guardians 2, and, you know, she was talking about birthing her the the savior of her people or whatever yeah so yeah you wouldn't even necessarily need the soul stone but i i am interested to see
1: to see adam warlock yeah same here
2: wasn't adam warlock also uh a, a disciple of um of galactus at one time or yes. my or my within I'm, the
1: comics within the, within the comics. comics so yeah. yeah but the thing is this is basically the cinematic universe is its own entity at this point no, of course and it's how they're going to adapt it yeah. but my curiosity is the fact that they actually did have a stone in his head mm-hmm. on the theatrical trailer release correct it makes me think hold on is this uh some sort of uh disturbance within the dimensional realms because we are going to get deadpool and he's going to go through time of all the different times because he's bringing in Wolverine. Right. And, you know, is this, uh, we know, we have an idea that obviously it's Deadpool kills the Fox Marvel cinematic universe at this point because he's just going to kill everybody.
0: Well, I mean, to be fair, Wanda kind of already did that.
1: No, the Fox cinematic universe. No, I,
0: I get what you're saying. Uh, I mean, but Wanda did that to Xavier.
1: One, In one, one, one universe. Yeah, right. he, he <laughs> one of the
0: many universes. I guess. The right. animated,
1: the animated version of Xavier. <laughs> I sure. <should> say. <laughs> well, no, he wasn't the he was the live version yeah, because was, they he, there he, was he, an animated.
2: Uh, what is it? An animated universe in Doctor Strange? Right. True. <laughs> so, <laughs> all
1: right, all right, all right. It <laughs> was one version right. of Xavier. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it that. So uh, Patrick Stewart got his just dues kill within yeah. that particular.
2: Well, it could be that uh, what what Kang. I mean, it could be that maybe he is an Adam Warlock from another universe. Because I mean, everything Ooh. everything is with Kang, right? <laughs> and which has now a mul- uh, the multiverse, which is so. now
1: is going into Secret Wars, which we all know. Who, okay.
2: know, who knows? Uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, there's. We still have to see because this was supposed to be the, like Phase Four was supposed to be the what they called it? The multi the
1: multiverse. multiverse.
2: Yeah, and I'm like. Yep okay <laughs> guys, went about it, guys went about it a little wrong but but yeah now now we're supposed to see i guess the outcome of yeah you know, phase five of all that so eh. Eh. We'll, we'll see, see. we'll, we'll see, see, see about that yeah we'll see about that so but yeah, yeah that that was a that's a that's a that was an interesting uh trailer uh, when i saw it i was like i was excited about it so
1: yeah and same thing with ant-man and a was- lot and do was- quantum mania too yeah. uh right we got we got a little bit of uh Modoc in there. Uh we got definitely got Kang in there who is trying to uh manipulate him. Right at that time. On top of that, with anything to do with Lucas or Marvel Spielberg, we got uh Indiana Jones too. Or uh, or not two, but uh yeah. the, Indi- the uh, next Jones, Indiana Jones uh, five. movie. Number yeah. five, yeah. So that looks interesting. So
2: yeah, and and, and what's the uh, is the well, the title of it is what Indiana Jones? I forgot.
0: Uh, in in the cane of age or something. I don't know. I saw the title earlier, and I, yeah, yeah, I saw there. I it. I don't remember uh, what it was.
1: But regardless, it, it, it has Harrison Ford. Regardless, and he uh is actually going to be Thaddeus Ross, and they actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. He took uh, over for. He took uh, over from William Hurt. Hurt, and now we have actually a possible Red Hulk voice. So I think that's pretty cool. Very cool.
2: Yeah. No, uh, I mean, what else do you guys think about the trailer?
1: I'm curious to see what it is. Uh, the woman that's involved within the actual next Indiana Jones movie is interesting in the sense that uh, is this an unknown daughter that he has? Because we already got, right. you know... We got the other guy from Transformers, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So that's. Uh... So they're gonna dial it back in time, so he could go back to his previous life and say, "Don't have sex. Don't with this woman. Don't have sex with this woman. Oh, you can't <laughs> have. No, his name is Scud or whatever his name was. Oh, we can't have that. No." Scud. (laughs) It was was a scud. It was. uh, I forgot what it was, but we already covered
2: this. (laughs) This was a bad. That was a bad movie. Yes. Um, No. You and I I, did
1: the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I know. I'm trying, and I keep look.
2: Once I once I do a podcast, I mean, with the research I have to do it for a bad movie, I try to now purge it out of my head. (laughs) All right. so, but yeah, no, it's nice to see. It's nice to see Harrison Ford back. It's nice to see. Yeah, uh, uh, they they showed uh Sala, which was great. So yes. that means that he's an gonna, older
1: Sala too, right? An
2: older Sala. So it's going to be interesting seeing him come back. Uh, I guess his, I guess the the person who's going to replace Indiana Jones if they continue with the Indi- Indiana Jones is um that girl from um yeah. From the Amazon show, I forgot what they called it. Um, her name is Phoebe's uh, Phoebe. What is it? Weller, Wellerbridge. I think so. Phoebe Wellerbridge. Okay, yeah. So she comes out on uh, that show, Fleabag, on the on Amazon. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. She was
0: she's the one who wrote it and started it. Yeah,
2: right. So she's she seems to be like the takeover of huh. Harrison Ford hmm. because I guess that's supposed to be his uh, his niece or something like that.
0: Ah, you mentioned that you saw Sala. I mean, I haven't seen the trailer, but is John Rhys-Davies coming back?
2: Yes, he is. Oh, wow. Yeah, which is really cool. So I think it's amazing. No, I think it's great, and I'm glad that they're not bringing back Shia LaBeouf. They should retcon that entire movie, but yeah, the fact that maybe she's the one that's going to be now the new Indiana Jones, or maybe um, the adventurer within that universe.
0: I'm I'm having a I'm having a, I'm gonna have a hard time not like waiting for her to talk to the camera in flue <laughs> like she did in Fleabag. <laughs> I was,
2: never uh, seen Fleabag, so I uh, I know she breaks yeah she breaks the third wall a lot, but
0: yeah it's she's it's good. I mean at least I, I saw the thing. I you watched know, the first season. Um, it's good. It's again people making poor choices, uh, right. and then being basically just totally down on themselves, but in a funny
2: way, right. Hmm. So, and then this will be, of course, uh, Steven Spielberg's first time not directing any of these movies. So, James Mangold directing, uh, which I think, hopefully, uh, he does a good job.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, you said James Mangold. Correct. All right. The same person who did Logan.
2: And Logan was phenomenal. Yeah. So, yeah, Logan was uh, absolutely amazing. So. Yeah, no, I I, I hope uh, he actually did a uh, Ford versus Ferrari too. Yep. which was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did do the Wolverine.
1: <laughs> yes, he did the Wolverine, but he made up for it with Logan.
2: He did. He did. Definitely did. And uh, he also uh, uh did a uh, Walk the Line. So he's done some great stuff out there. Yeah, Copland. Um, so girl
1: interrupted storylines and everything else. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did do well. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. So uh, we have a lot to look forward to in the near future when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as well as within the Indiana Jones universe, for the fact that you know now Harrison Ford is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: So I'm just gonna I'm gonna bring it up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys saw the the trailer for Shazam 2 or whatever it's called. I did. That was actually decent for DC and
1: uh Well, when it comes to Shazam, it was amazing. When it comes to Black Adam, that was oh, oh, oh. I didn't yeah. see <laughs> I mean, I'm like I'm
0: like an hour into into Black Adam. I haven't finished
1: yet. All right. So all right, Greg. You will see all the poor choices that they
2: made. <laughs>
1: we, we could do a whole podcast about that later on if we want, about Black Adam. There are things that I do like about it, and just like with Rob, I do agree with what his respects of what we didn't like, but I think it came halfway of what it should have been. Right. Mm. And honestly... (laughs) I have have so much to say about Black Adam, but keep going. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, yeah. But this is not a Black Adam commentary at this point, but we will talk about that at a later point, because a lot of people at this point we'll be able to see it on digital download or watch it. So we could do that at a later time if you want. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, Shazam looks promising in a sense. Uh, The Flash, apparently there's a lot of re-edits that are going on, that are going about, that we don't know about. I'm wondering if they're going to take out this guy. um, Ezra Miller? Ezra
2: Miller out of there.
1: I don't think so. I think they're going to release it as is. And then come with a rebuttal ending to change it to a different, uh, flash at, at the end. But that's just my theory and thought and how they could actually segue away they, from that. They particular- kill them
2: off. They kill him off. Like, and you know, and in-
1: or create a different <laughs> flash. That, yeah. That's all it is. And on top of that, they could come up with a different Batman because we're not get ba- getting Batfleck who I would love, but. You know, at the DC. I hear,
2: I hear now Ben Affleck is uh, changing his tune on uh, playing uh, the Batman. Like, there's, there's rumors of him now playing Batman in other, you know, or appearing in other uh, things. It, so
1: I'd, I'd be interested in seeing that, but I'm hearing more about Keaton coming back in the forefront. Right. Maybe more for like a Batman beyond. Uh, well, that's the only way because, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah i don't think kevin conroy's coming back but you know i i love kevin conroy that but
2: will be an awesome trick to see that
1: yeah it would yeah. be but we miss him and uh that is one of the things that we will be missing now and i am missing we had to say goodbye to the one and only mr kevin conroy the voice of batman who is in the batman the animated series but Honestly, I'm thinking that if we do get a Batman Beyond, it will be Michael Keaton. Uh, If we get another or continuing Batman, it most likely will either A, B, Ben Affleck or Robert Pattinson. Uh, And I don't think Robert Pattinson will actually continue that. But if they throw a lot of money towards Affleck, I think Batfleck will actually cater to it and pay tribute to it right
2: well remember he also left because of I think the way uh they were getting they were getting in the way of like the creative part of it and
1: and his life and his life changing so hopefully he will come back to it which I will embrace but with that that's a bit for the news because we kind of went a little bit overzealous with this right uh (laughs) oh by the the way the
2: trailer to Transformers uh Beast Wars or whatever came out. So I don't know if you've seen that too.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I did. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll look at that again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, all right. Well, obviously we didn't put anything in on our Facebook page about sending in feedback. But if you do have any feedback, this is where we could be found. So all you have to do is go to our website, panels to pixels podcast.com. And there you could find links. One link, definitely the, the Facebook group, which would be www.facebook.com slash panels to pixels. You could also find us on Twitter at panels to pixels. That's at panels and the number two pixels. You could email us at panels to pixels one at gmail.com. Panels two spelled out to pixels and the number one at gmail.com. You just write out a regular email if you want with your thoughts or you just record yourself and send it as an attachment and we'll actually, you know, play it on the podcast as we're uh, taking commentary. Uh, obviously, we didn't get any right now because I didn't really, you know, post anything, but uh, you could actually post something or send it out to us and we'll play it later. Uh, we could be found on YouTube and all you have to do is go into your search on YouTube and put in Panels to Pixels podcast. And if you're there, just give us a thumbs up, subscribe, and hit that star button, whatever. They love doing all that stuff, but honestly, a lot of people do listen to the podcast as it is. We got an image, you hear the podcast as it is, and it's played through throughout your sound system or your phone we could be found on Instagram at panels2pixels podcast. So that's panels2 spelled out t o pixels podcast. And then you just find us out there. I'm sure Steve will post uh, some sort of image for particular episodes and you just follow that. And we also want to encourage everybody else to check out all the other podcasts on the next level podcast network. All you have to do is go to next level radioonline.com. Just follow all the other podcasts that are out there. You can find them in all your other search engines, uh, the, whether it be Spotify, iTunes, Google podcasts, whatever podcast player choice that you're using. So uh, with this, where else can listeners hear you? So uh, Rob,
2: uh, yeah, so uh, you guys can listen to me on, on Fantasy Picks Movie Edition, where we cover movies that are um, not the greatest out there. Big tempo movies that we, uh, were supposed to be overhyped and did not make it in the box office or critically. And we also do our top five uh, movie drafts, depending on you know whether it's actor, director, or genre itself. So a lot of fun. We are going to go into a probably like a a little bit of a hiatus after our next episode uh, to end the first season and then uh, come back with season two uh, with probably even more uh, guests I I might have on there.
1: All right. Cool. And Greg, you've been on Podcastica Network? Uh, Yeah, on the past Podcastica
0: Network. um, I hosted She-Hulk with our friend Penny. And so if you've had needed an accompanying podcast of She-Hulk, check us out. Mm Mm-hmm. At She Hulk Cast, and then upcoming uh, when the new Wheel of Time season comes out, we'll be covering that over on Podcastica as well.
1: Awesome. And as always, you could also hear me on Adrenaline Cinema Podcast. Uh, I have like uh, a ton of different people coming on. Uh, obviously, Greg's been on, Rob's been on, and uh, we've covered anything that's action, adventure, fantasy, anything that gets your adrenaline going. ...thriller, suspense films, anything... ...and uh, you can check us out there... ...that's Adrenaline Cinema Podcast... ...you can find us out there... ...on the Piratecore Entertainment Podcast... ...so uh, com ...is the place to find all those... uh, ...particular podcasts... ...so with that... uh, ...this is our coverage for... ...the Guardians of the Galaxy... ...holiday special... ...from Disney Plus... ...so I am Mark... I am Groot. <laughs> no, I'm Rob. And I am Greg. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, same podcast, different pixel, different panel. This was Panels to Pixels. And we'll see you on the next panel. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.